Welcome. Welcome one and all to the Frank Zone. Hosted by me, Frank. The pug character from the Men in Black franchise. Frank, the alien in the shape of a pug dog. I've been living here on Earth for 400 years. Going on all kinds of crazy hijinks and adventures. New York City is my home. Almost as much my home as the airwaves of Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm filling in for Kolb today here on Young Persons Radio. He's just been getting booked too much after his solo show. And needs a break to clear his head. Self-care! Self-care is very important. It is the building block of modern life. And I want to say to you as my first piece of advice, because this is an advice show. We give advice here on the Frank Zone. I give advice to you, the listener. Together we engage in a conversation about how to live the good life. Together. 718-928-9732 is our number. That's 718-928-9732 if you have a question for me. You have a life problem. You're looking to get solved. If you are unlucky in love. If you are looking to take a trip and want to know where to go. How to maximize your credit card points. Or your travel miles. Delta miles. Here's my tip for that. Get a Delta credit card. They have those. If you want travel tips, I got them. If you want my trademark dynamite home decorating tips, you name it. You call in with your questions at 718-928-9732 here on the Frank Zone. And of course, I'm joined always, as always, by a real no-talent slob. Just a real hack piece of shit. All right, well. Who's my assistant? Okay. It's, uh, you know him is uh, Tim Keck. Hey, guys. You don't uh, even know what to say. I mean, I, I want to say... I say I, Tim Keck, you say hello to let the people know it's you. Oh, Jesus. Hey, everybody. Uh, it's good to be back. I just got back from a surf tournament in uh, Mexico. Uh, I placed third, which is pretty good. Uh, I haven't surfed in a while, so I was excited about that. Uh, the seafood was real good. Um <laughs> One dude during the tournament got attacked by a shark. That was kind of scary for a minute. I, um, my Coast Guard training took over, and I went in after him and pulled him out. Um, and I think, you know, he's going to make a full recovery. He's in the hospital, so if we could all send our thoughts and prayers to uh, Cody Hobgood. He was uh, participating in the tournament. Sorry, um, buddy. Was a shoe in to win, it seemed like, before that shark got him. Didn't put me to sleep! And, uh, okay, well... Boring ass story. That's fine. Jesus Christ, man. Get something going for yourself. What do I have to do? I'm leading the horse to water by letting you assist on this show. But you, the horse, are not drinking the water. I mean, I would love to drink that water. My dream, my dream, as we've talked about many times, is to host a cooking show on the air. I think it would be great. I think it could really bring a lot to the table. You the culinary this. world. The culinary radio world is is clearly lacking. Yes. Uh someone to come in there and just really spice things up pun intended Tim I told you this last time if you want that you gotta pay your dues I'm paying my dues I've been here for years pay your dues okay pay your dues All right, you gotta do everything I say for years with the promise that you may one day get a platform of your own hmm okay Frank you know I'm dedicated but there's no timeline on that promise whatsoever meanwhile you have to keep sinking money and time and energy into this project I'm an honorable man, and my honor won't let me turn my back on this. This and the sunk cost right. the of sunk being cost, associated with the sunk radio. Sunk cost fallacy does not exist in mm. Frank Land. There's only a sunk cost truth, a proof, a mathematical proof. Yeah, that sunk costs. Tim, you're an archaeologist. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, that's my day job. That's your day job. Snooze. Or snooze. I mean, I think it's great because you can study. I mean, I've been working with a lot of lot of uh, uh, different tribes now. We've been we're in the rainforest trying to dig up uh, people, and it's interesting because, well, I mean, a lot of the tribes there uh, they just don't put the same. How do I say it? The same importance on uh, memorializing their dead as we do. You know, some of the tribes actually uh, grind down the body parts of uh, of their loved ones. Or uh, or burn them into ash and then actually mix it with with milk or uh, cow's blood and create a kind of a milkshake 
and then they celebrate what? the person and then take turn the entire tribe drinks the milkshake and when the milkshake is gone then that person is now one with the tribe and uh you know they don't they don't talk about them anymore because they now they're a part of them so to talk about them in the past would be cool um, yeah how long ago did this happen i mean this it still happens today uh-huh there's like no laws against it or anything uh and then you know they're in the rainforest not bothering anybody so I mean, you're allowed to do whatever you want with your dad, I guess. Or you should be allowed to, I think. If this, as long as it's respectful and you're memorializing people. I mean, if you're just going to murder someone and throw them in a ditch, I think we can all agree that's a little crazy. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but I think honoring your loved ones, however you feel you choose to do it, should uh-huh. be, you know, love oh who you love, God. how you want to love them. Sorry, I was just uh, I was just uh, looking at the Google News so that I could learn about something happening right now. All right, well. And not this ancient. That's fine. Mesopotamia nonsense. Okay. Well, You're slinging at me. How does that have anything to do with my life today? I mean, I'm an archaeologist. You asked me about archaeology. I said we were digging up bones uh, from people. I mean, archaeology. Do you, you know, hook up with the other archaeologists? I mean, I have dated Give me uh, some gossip. other people in my field before. Give me something. I don't know what gossip there is. We had a very nice uh, romantic relationship. Uh, you know, uh, after work. Who hates work, who in the archaeology team? Nobody hates anybody. No one hates... We all get Ugh. along well. We all get along pretty well. Um, have there been romances? Sure. There have definitely been romances. Um, I dated a fellow archaeologist. Uh, you know, we were on a dig for a while, and I really felt the spark. And then once we got back to the United States, we were off the clock. I, um, you know, just said, you know, hey, would you ever be interested in grabbing a drink outside of work? You know, if you don't, that's fine. It's not going to change our working relationship. I really respect you too much uh, to do that. I don't want to put any pressure on you. But just just know that I'm I'm feeling this, and I'm throwing it out there. Oh, and if you don't, then, then that's fine. And we'll have... And she said, you know, she would like to explore that. And so, you know, it went on for a while and, and then it ended and we still have a, a healthy working relationship, I think. God, get some help. You're pathetic. Pathetic. Do something exciting. Take a take a, uh, a cooking class or something. Learn how take to make a cooking class. Learn how to make sushi rolls. I'm learn an incredible chef. something going on in your life. You got to fill these hours somehow. You know, have you seen Hero Dreams of Sushi? Yeah, yeah. I studied with him for a while. Wow, fascinating. which is crazy because he doesn't—he doesn't normally teach people that he hasn't related to. You know, he really? trained his why sons. Were, why weren't you in the dock? Uh, it's an apprenticeship. Why wasn't I in the dock? Yeah. I was actually on the production crew. I felt like it would really kind of tarnish the product to have myself be in front of. Okay, cool. Now, Tim, <laughs> Tim, I want to play you something. Sure. Uh, and uh, uh, you might recognize the voice, uh, but this is this is uh, this is a clip that I want you to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Frank, I, I have a couple questions the listeners have sent in. All right, hit um, me. Sounds the like first me. one, it's really just a question for you. Uh, now that they're rebooting the Men in Black franchise with yes. Men in Black International, it doesn't look like you're going to be in that movie. How do you feel about them taking the franchise away from you? I'm going to give you a chance right now to apologize for lying. Because guess what? What? I'm in it! I'm in the movie! Wow, you did it, Frank. I'm in the movie! Wow. I'm in Men in Black International. That's crazy. I have a scene pretty close to the beginning of the movie. Wow. I'm Why? like a guard at the at Men in Black headquarters in New York. You're a guard? That's what I play. What would you do, though, if like if somebody broke into something? Like, you're very tiny. I'd bite their crotch. I have to push all the I'd buttons for you. I'd bite their dick right off. That's what I would do. Your mouth. I mean, it's very <laughs> tiny. I don't think you'd be able to bite a whole dick off. Oh, really? You would be surprised. Let's not forget I'm an alien in the shape of a pug dog. You have no idea what powers I possess. You're saying you possess a deeper mouth. That's right. And sharp teeth. I chop right through that thing. And then my venom flows through and spreads to the rest of their body. The venom. And they are rendered incapacitated. And it's venom that paralyzes only. It does not kill. I do that myself. Then I take them bite by bite. Ripping the carotid artery, ripping the femoral artery, the blood dripping from my teeth as I savor the death of my victim. Sounds like you uh, really get off to biting dicks. And what are you king shaming me now? You dumb piece of shit! <laughs> you got to get what you can in this life. Your kink is like which murder. goes back to what I was saying at the beginning, which is self care. Is the bedrock of modern life. And if you're not doing it, folks, go out, do something nice for yourself today. I mean, once your self-care starts just mutilating I'm the sorry, who's the people? host? Who's the host here? You are you're the host. That's right. You know your place. You know your place, you pathetic fuck. 
to the most boring. Well, why'd they give you to me? They could have given you to, uh... Let's see, which show do I want to talk shit on now? Uh, they could have given you to Two Thumbs Undecided. You I fit wish. right in there. You, Some of their movie analysis is just really groundbreaking. Blank. It's a sheet of white paper. It's three of you in a room. Talking... Everyone, we're gonna talk about Captain Marvel. And my art teacher. I don't think said, this was as good as it could have been. My art teacher Captain once said Marvel. That. It reminds me of the lighting in Barry Lyndon. Guess what he did for Barry Lyndon? Too? What did he do for Barry? Lyndon? He made. He got NASA to design lenses. For the movie. Oh, it's incredible. Go on. Now listen. <laughs> I'm going to take that back. Do not go on. We have business to take care of okay. on the show today. Now listen. Uh, it's true I was in the movie. It's true I was in uh, uh, Men in Black International. I didn't see it. But. I have no plans. The truth is that I was cut out of more of it. Because it was already over two hours long. Isn't that insane? I know. I mean, that makes sense. Isn't it insane that the new Men in Black movie is more than two hours long? It is the new one? Yeah. It's over two hours. Wow. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. So they had to cut me out of the scenes, which I resent. They promised that the deleted scenes would be on the DVD. But then. But nobody buys DVDs. Exactly. But you know what they do do? They what listen, do they do do? They listen. <laughs> you rascal. Got you, Frank. They do Got listen. You. They do listen. Take that, you son of a bitch. They do listen to this show. So today, you, me, and our actors are going to read the pages that I wrote that were shot for the new Men in Black movie. Do you understand? Or I mean, am I speaking too fast for you? No, I, I, always, I always understand what you're saying, unfortunately. Uh, I never have any problem understanding. That damn, you got some pages you. in front of you. Yeah, I've and got these pages. Can you read them? So you're saying you can wrote you these? Can you read them out loud? Did you write the rest of the movie? Feel free to follow along with your finger. Why would they bring you in to write 14 pages? Uh, they wisely that said that aren't going to be in the movie. Well, they didn't know it was not going to be in the movie till later. That's how a lot of this stuff works. You shoot a lot of stuff, you realize cuts need to be made later. I understand. I understand this business. Step. They brought you on to write 14 pages that you're going to be in the script. They said no one and knows those Frank. Are the only pages no they one cut. knows Frank like Frank. That's very true. So, let's do this. We All got right. some actors here. I'm going to bring them on now. Bring their mics up. We got Marika Zappas. Hello. You're an actor. I'm an actor. What's that like? Strasburg Institute? Yes, four times. What? You four. went four times? I went four times. Good one. You failed three times? I <laughs> uh, no, I wanted to uh, master four times. Gotcha. I understand. Thank you. We got Trevor Lyon. Hello. Hello. Yeah, Jesus Christ. You're going to have to not mumble through this one. <laughs> Hello. An honor to be here. There are those go. levels. Yes. An honor to be here. Honor to have you. Thank you. Trained at the Royal Academy. Yep. Under yep. Kenneth Branagh. Uh, yep. AB. What was he like as a teacher? Well, we kind of we called him KB for kind bud because he's such a nice man. Uh, he had a round face, and uh, sounds like him. Yeah, uh, yeah, kind bud, kind bud. Well, that's good to know. Thank you. So, you guys, I brought you in today to help bring the vision to life. That is my deleted scenes from the Men in Black International movie. You understand? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yes. Good. Yes. Yes. So now confirmation. Does everyone have the script in front of them? Yes. Correct. See. Now, does everyone know the roles that they will be playing? The girl. Yes. Not really, but I think I'll figure it out when we get to it. Uh, Kaiser. Okay. <laughs> what? You're playing Kaiser? Sorry, that was just one for the actors. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some some bread humor for the actors. The kind, of, kind of buns you'd get on a cooking show if I hosted. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, too bad no one will ever know what that is. Oh, like. I just got it. <laughs> oh. A Kaiser roll. Yeah. Okay. Per- permanente. 
Interior Men in Black nice. Headquarters Day. Trev, you will be taking the stage directions from here. That's right. As KB said, oh. read them and weep. Hold on. The actors can weep from just knowing where they are placed. Hmm. Hard to choke. What? You're so close to you. Tessa Thompson <laughs> sits at her desk. She speaks into a tape recorder, <laughs> making notes on her first case. Hmm. Aliens are scary, but some of them are cute. Possible minion connection must be looked into. Thor, enter. Oi, good day. You must be the new agent. Tessa stands up abruptly from her desk and salutes <laughs> Thor, her desk. His reputation precedes him. Oh, a typo. Um, uh, yes, sir. Agent Tessa Thompson reporting for duty. Right out, I'm Thor, God of Thunder. They shake hands with great fun. Now listen, a member of the Jababian uh, royal family was murdered last night at a nightclub. A Jababian at a nightclub? What's next? A Ritznarian at a racetrack? <laughs> Your joke is a good one, Tessa, but this is serious. He was killed by a poison that could have only come from Marquesha. So, Mark- Marrakesh? Marrakesh, you dumb shit! Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I haven't done a lot of uh, KB says all swings. You're an archaeologist. You know where Marrakesh is. All swings are hit. Marrakesh. Sorry. Go oh, take that, take that line again. Take that line again. We'll take it again from your joke. Your joke was a good one, Tessa. But this is serious. He was killed by a poison that could have only come from Marrakesh, sold by a secret arms dealer that everyone knows about. I'd like you to come with me to investigate. Me? Work with you? But you're the best agent at Men in Black. Please. I'm not even close to the best agent in Men in Black. Well, then who is? You rang? You rang? Uh, what's up, Thor? I think. What's up, Thor? <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing a bunch of things over here. So I'm not on your schedule. What's, what's up, Thor? That's my guy. They high five, but Frank is so strong that he hurts Thor's hand. Oh, I think you broke my hand, Frank. Oh, uh, geez, again? You rascal, I'm the god of thunder for crying out loud, and you're always making me feel like less of a man. Tessa Thompson, struck immediately by Frank's charm and rugged good dog look, introduces herself. <laughs> Um, uh, hi, I'm... Your uh, agent, Tessa Thompson. Born October 3rd in the year of our Lord, 1983, at Sacred Heart Hospital in Los Angeles, California, a.k.a. the Dream Factory. Graduated at the top of her class from Stanford. Hell of a blackjack player. Makes a mean seafood gumbo and can sing a karaoke version of TLC's No Scrubs Like You've Never Heard. Oh my goodness. How did you know all that? I make it my business to know everything about our new agents. And there was a dynamic profile of you in the cut. You read the cut? Tessa, I may be just an alien living in the body of a pug dog. But even I can appreciate that the cut is the premier destination for women with sharp, stylish minds. Wow. You really are the whole package, aren't you, Frank the Pug? Did you just say package? Uh, not to interrupt this uh, tender moment, but a Jababian was killed at a nightclub, but we need to find out why. A Jababian at a nightclub? What's next? A pac man and a hootin' nanny? They all laugh. 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 What an expansive they universe. They regain their composure. Oh, well, let's uh, get down to business. Tess and I have to fly down to Marrakesh. <laughs> to visit the secret arms dealer everyone knows about. I know the one. I'm coming with you. Yay. Honored to have you on board, Frank. Now, let's get to our spaceship. I'll drive. You? Drive? Please. The movie we're in thinks it's hilarious to have a man and a woman fighting over who's going to drive a car. It might be 2019 for the audience watching this thing, but it sure as hell isn't for us characters. I'm driving. Even uh, though I will point out in the first Men in Black, they did argue over who drove a lot. And that was not a gender thing. That was just, you know, young cop, new cop. It's a trope of commit you know, buddy comedy. to your character. It's a, it's a, it's a buddy Com- comedy trope. Okay. All right. I just well, wanted to point uh, that I out. I just want to say that, that you just made all the agents listening tune out. <laughs> I wanted to say. I just think it's important to recognize. Take it from I'm driving. Say I'm driving again. I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but Thor, don't you get horrendously carsick even when you're driving a spaceship? Yes, Frank, but driving the ship makes me feel more like a man. And with you around, I'm going to need as much help as I can get. Thor, your fragile masculinity is something we really need to work through. When we get back, let's book a practice room, jam out on some country rock songs like we always do, and talk about some things. But first, we've got an alien assassin to catch. Cut to int spaceship cockpit dash later. Thor steers the spaceship while Tessa Thompson rides in the shotgun. Frank sits between them. He's wrapping up a story. So that's what I say to Andy. You gotta buy this building and you gotta buy it now because this neighborhood is about to skyrocket in price. And that's how the factory got started. Wow. You knew Andy Warhol was... Uh, Oops. (laughs) Wow. You knew Andy Warhol? Knew him. Tessa, I knew Andy Warhol back when he was known as Lieutenant Colonel Dorby from Cardassia 4. You mean Andy Warhol was? Mm-hmm. I have to say, could have called that one. <laughs> I know. The hair was the dead giveaway. It's good writing. We were always trying to get Andy to get it cut, you know, wear it shorter so he wouldn't look so much like a freak, but he wouldn't budge. Now he's dead. Hey, that's a pretty great story, Frank. Stories are just the detritus of a life well lived, my friend. You know, I've met some famous people, too, in my time. Oh, yeah? Did you stop some Neebles from crashing a party at Warren Beatty's house? Or, wait, no, it was you who introduced Amelia Clark to that Kylothian king. I knew it, you old so-and-so. I met Brian Williams at a book signing. What? After the scandal where he lost his job. Uh... Got my picture with him and everything, look! Thor takes out his phone. His background wallpaper is a selfie that clearly shows him standing in line with Brian Williams in the background signing a book for a different person. Thor, even for this, even for you, this is a new low. Ship suddenly loses altitude and everyone screams. Ah! Everyone screams. Ah! And it quickly regains stability. Thor, what the hell was that? Sorry, Frank, I'm feeling so carsick that I'm starting to periodically lose consciousness. Okay, so how would you say that, though? I'm feeling so carsick <laughs> that I'm starting to periodically lose consciousness? What? Thor, if you need to throw up, throw up. There's nothing to be afraid of. How would I say that, though? If you're feeling carsick, how would you say it? Well, this is the first time I've read the line. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, Frank. I'm feeling so... Uh, so carsick. So, I'm so... I'm, so, I'm feeling so carsick that I'm starting to... I'm... Oh, Frank. I'm starting to... <laughs> period... Losing... Conscious... I'm periodically losing consciousness, Frank. Okay. (laughs) Thor, if you need to throw up, throw up. It's nothing to be afraid of. I don't know fear. I'm the god of thunder, and I'm just as much a man as as much a man as you. Man, woman, in between. Who cares? We're all dying of that same disease called life. Ship rocks from side to side. God damn it, Thor! No, Frank, uh, that wasn't me. That's the press a few buttons on beep, the control beep, panel. Beep, beep. We're caught in a tractor beam. God, this is party at Taylor Swift's ranch all over again. Switch auxiliary power to front forward engines. And get me more Dramamine. The lights in the ship go out. It's not working! Try rerouting power from initial dampeners. Uh, it's coming up. I can feel it. Communications console lights up, signaling an incoming message. Has to press a few buttons, and a communications channel is opened. Trevor, you are alien. Gurgling, guggle, 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 guggle. <laughs> Damn, now the communicator is malfunctioning. No, it's not. It's a message. They're speaking the alien language of Revolvian. Tessa starts making gargling noises in the uh, communicator. Guggle, 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 guggle. Guggle, guggle, guggle. Guggle, guggle, guggle. As Tessa makes gurgling noises in the communicator, Thor and Frank shoot each other a look that says, uh, random. Uh, random. Random. Tessa and the alien trade gurgling noises a few more times until the light and the comes back on. Well done. Excellent work, Agent Tessa. Trevor, your computer. Warning. Enemy missiles incoming. Tessa? Wait. In Revolvian, does guggle guggle mean we're men in black on a mission of peace? Or we've got Louis C.K. on board and we're going to leave him on your planet? Everyone screams as the missiles strike the ship. Ah! Ah! going to be sick. Cut to exterior outskirts of Marrakesh. Later. Frank the Pug lies under the ship, fixing it like the beast mechanic he is. 
Tessa Thompson and Thor stand nearby. That was pretty good work you did back there with the aliens. Good work? I got our ship certifiably roasted. You were the only one who could recognize the alien language, Revolvian. That's some pretty impressive stuff. You're going to be one hell of a men in black agent. You really think so? That's a relief. Wanting to be a good agent is really the only character trait that this movie has for me. Well, that ends. Thor trails off. He nods in Franklin's direction. Tessa looks over. Are you in love with Frank? What? No, it's... It's too soon to tell. I knew it. I mean, not to keep harping on this harping on this movie's lazy and outdated gender politics, but it's kind of fucked up that you're attracted to a pug dog. He's no pug dog. He's an alien in the body of a pug dog. Thor said a single tear, knowing he's been desperate. I, uh, I suppose you're right. Frank emerges from underneath the ship and approaches the group. Well, that should fix it right up. Had to change the spark plug and replace a belt or two, but she should be able to get us home when the time comes. <laughs> wow, Frank, is there anything you can't do? Yes, Tessa, there is. I've never been able to really and truly love myself. It's been a great advantage in that it leads me on a continuous quest for self-improvement, learning new things, having new experiences that make me into a richer, fuller pug dog. But nothing I could do ever satisfies that voice in my head telling me that I'm not good enough that I'm still not working hard enough. It's a terrible burden, Tessa. A terrible burden. Well, maybe you just need the right person to show you how lovable you are. It's a nice thought, Tessa, and one I entertained myself when I was a younger man. But the truth is that if you value external validation over your own internal contentment and peace of mind, you'll find that no matter how many loved ones you surround yourself with, Living in your own skin remains the loneliest place of all. Oh, Frank. It's only through the performance of esteemable acts and true service to others that we find meaning in this life. No matter how fleeting those moments are, we must continue to chase them and never lose our willingness to dream. For what? Or something better? Anything better? It's not going to come about because the right person's in office or the right bad guys have been put away but by every person in this land and beyond, making a conscious effort every day, every day, to not only be kind to themselves, but to their neighbors as well. Thor loudly and violently throws up. Oh, sorry guys, I'm still feeling pretty cossack. He hurl again. Oh my god, it's so much, I won't stop. Alien enters, he is terrifying, eight foot tall beast with green scaly skin monstrous horns and biceps that could crush the head of a snake he holds up a vial of purple liquid gurgle 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 oh my god it's the revolvian who shot us down and look he's carrying a vial the same poison that killed the jababian prince either that or it's just gatorade frost riptide rush flavor i don't think that's right gurgle 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 tessa what's he saying um, he's either saying I killed the Jababian prince because he was profiting off secret and illegal slave labor on my home planet Revolvia, or how dare you try and pawn that monster Louis C. us? For that, you must die. Gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. Well, what do we do? Try this! Frank tosses a watch-like device to Tessa and Thor. I rigged these up! I rigged up these real-time translator devices when I was fixing the ship. But what do they do, Frank? They should be able to translate his words in real time. Oh, Frank. That's genius. Thor, Tessa, and Frank all adjust the knobs on watch devices. Slowly, the alien's grotesque gurgling sounds start to sound like English. Gurgle, 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 gurgle. Your baby and prince was profiting from secret and illegal slave labor on my home planet. I know it's wrong to kill, but all of our fathers failed. Other <laughs> efforts failed, and my father, he died in this. Brattle. It was decided amongst the Revolvian elders that our only recourse was to break our most sacred rules regarding the sanctity of life and assassinate the Jababian prince responsible for oppression. I volunteered. You see, I was serving a life sentence in a Revolvian prison for executing a political prisoner during a military operation when orders were to strictly bring him in alive. I couldn't control my emotions, and for that, I rightfully paid. There's nothing left for me on Revolvia. My beloved homeworld, Gurgle Gurgle. By side of my last act of service, I could make 
the only sacrifice that could begin even to pay penance for the crimes I committed would be to break the sacred bonds and kill all I have worn and kill again this time in the name of my neighbors my brothers in my world go 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 Thor Frank and Tessar moved to tears <laughs> but you all tried to pawn that monster Louis C.K. gurgle gurgle off on me and for that you must die alien brandishes a giant laser gun Bubba, you picked the wrong alien in the body of a pug dog to mess with. Frank fights the alien, and the beast beat his ass and beats his ass so bad. Like, seriously, the beatdown that Frank would give his alien for in his freaking nuclear. This alien never stood one chance. Frank ties his hands behind his back and starts dragging him toward the ship. Thor and Tessa walk alongside him. You're coming with us, you bum. Frank, it's hard for me to say this to another man, but you were incredible back then. It's only hard for now, Thor. I've got a practice room booked for 4 p.m. today. So bring your slide guitar because you and I, we're going to talk through some stuff. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's true what they say. You are the best agent in Men in Black. Please. I'm not even close to the best agent in Men in Black. You are. <laughs> Me? I saw something in you today, Tessa. The way you handled that revolving, The way you rerouted the ship's power when we were caught in that tractor beam. The way you join in whenever I make fun of Thor. Those things tell me that you not only have the knowledge, skills, and the technical mastery to be a fine agent, but you have the humility and self-acceptance that have always eluded me. One day, and that day is not far off, you will be the greatest agent Men in Black has ever seen. <laughs> oh my god. Thor Hurl again. Uh, sorry, sorry, I drank some of that Revolvian poison because I thought it was Gatorade Frost Riptide Rush. <laughs> oh, Thor. Frank nudges Tessa's arm. Hey, what is this? A canarian at a square dance? They all laugh. <laughs> they all laugh. Incredible. I get why these scenes were cut. Black. Remember that, just in case we ever face to face and make contact. The title held by me, MIB, means what you think you saw, you did not see. So don't blink me, what was dead is now gone. Black suit, put the black gray bands on, walk a shadow, move the silence. Hey, there we go. This is the Frank Zone. 718-928-9732 is our number. Tim Keck is here. Hey. Trevor and Marika are here. Hi. Hello. And we just read the deleted scenes that I was in from the new Men in Black movie. How you guys feeling? Incredible. I want to say one other thing about Men in Black International. Mm. On the very first episode of the Frank Zone that I did on Radio Free Brooklyn, I did a segment in which I revealed that Elon Musk is an alien. And what does that movie do? But make the same exact joke. I'm saying. Do they really? Somebody's listening. Yes, they do. That's pretty fun. Thanks. It's canonical. He's, I mean, with a guy with so many ideas, how could he not be an alien? I mean, it makes sense. This is probably um, linear thinking, right? When a joke, a premise is so obvious that multiple people come up with it at once. Why are you so grumpy now? <laughs> know your place. I'm like grumpy. I'm just saying. Know your place. I wouldn't get mad at these people. It's probably just, you know, it's low-hanging fruit to say that Elon Musk is... The cooking alien. show hangs in the balance. Come on, Frank. I can see it up there, just within my grasp, getting farther and farther away as you the it vine it dangles from. Shoots higher and higher. I don't know how much more I can do for you, Frank. <laughs> I mean, this is brutal. I mean, I've been doing this for years. This feels like you're never going to give me my shot. What type of cuisine are you interested in making? Uh, I like everyday cuisine. You know, I want I want meals that the common man can create for himself. Quinoa. Even common man is a derogatory term, but in the cooking industry, it's standard. Is, is it primarily quinoa? Is there quinoa involved? I mean, personally, I think quinoa is uh, trash food that no one should be eating. <laughs> okay, but, well, I uh, only eat quinoa. So. Well, then I think you're probably a trash person. You Trevor, put it on a kale salad. Thinking. Complete protein. Adds a nice texture and flavor. The complete protein. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What about couscous? I'd couscous. I fuck with some couscous. Yes. Yes. I'd, walk, I'd like to walk everybody through uh, making a nice couscous. Maybe some... Uh... <laughs> walk everybody. Let's do it right now. Throw it in the pot. Some throw in some water. Heat it up. 
I don't know why I'm being so mean about this. I mean, this would be great. The couscous. The couscous show is going to be incredible. People are going to love it. Let's uh, uh, emperor couscous. Yeah. How how do you make couscous? Well, I think you just put it in a pot. (laughs) Throw in some water, eat it up. Boil some water. Yeah, I mean, but we would make it more flowery and fun for the show. That's right. Quinoa's a lot like that. Quinoa, yeah. Also, a lot of the old world grains. Mm -hmm. We got some. uh, (laughs) We got some questions from listeners. All right. Advice questions. Ooh. Ooh. This one is from Alton in Olympia, Washington. He says, "Frank, big fan. I'm uh, I, I'm a, a Leo, and right now it's Cancer season. Uh, how can I get through the next month until it's my time to shine?" Well, let me tell you, Alton, and you guys feel free to chime in on this. One thing I have learned in my travels is you make your own luck. Do not. It is important to remember. The stars can help you, but only to a point. You need to live your life in a way that makes you proud all year round. What I'm trying to tell you, Alton, is that every season is Leo season, baby. So get out there. Do the thing you want to do. I'd also say a healthy diet and uh, palm water has, is, or palm juice is supposed to have, palm a, lot of, water. Palm supposed water. To have a lot of free radicals, which is uh, known to combat cancer. So uh, t- taking those regular exercise just trying to live as healthy day to day as you can definitely gonna get you through the cancer season that we oh call my, life oh my god i agree living a healthy lifestyle we got a caller caller you're on the frank zone hey frank how you doing uh long time listener first time caller this is kevin bauer hey kevin um, wow what wow another wow. KB. Uh, hey wow another hey what's yeah. on bud what's up what was the what was the one kind bud for kenneth branagh kb that's you. I like that. Kevin Bauer. I like people have called me kind butt before. <laughs> I like it when they do that. It makes me feel good. Hey, nice. Nice. Uh, Kevin, hey, so Frank, you need advice? I had a question for you. I know. Uh, I, know I, I heard you guys talking about Elon Musk. I actually have a list of people that I've been wondering for a while if they're aliens. Oh, I was wondering oh, oh. if I could list some of them off and you could tell me whether or not, whether or not they are. Okay. Um, First one, Juliette Lewis. Not an alien, shockingly. Wow. Okay. Not an wow. alien. She's wow. just that wow. way. Okay. Wow. She's fortunate. Wow. She's just like that. You guys. Just like us. Interesting. Yeah. Accomplished a lot. Uh, so young. Um, I mean, you know, you see, her, you, see her, you see her in King of Comedy and you think, boy, talent like this, she must be from another planet. But yeah, in fact. I, I mean, her talent's out of this world. She is homegrown, baby. Yeah. Like a vegetable, all right? Uh, next one I have was uh, Beverly D'Angelo. Ooh, Beverly D'Angelo is an alien. Is an alien. They So, okay, so they didn't, they couldn't find any Earth uh, actresses who wanted to play Chevy Chase's wife in a movie. Like, no one on Earth oh. wanted to do that. They wanted to play it in real life. <laughs> real life Lying only, up. they, they were like, They were like... A uh, movie's not enough. Can I marry Chevy yeah. for real? What a tease to just do it in a movie. God, can you imagine being that close to God and not being able to touch him? Yeah. So they they had to Sus. go. They had to find an Sus. alien actress, and that's Beverly D'Angelo. <laughs> Pretending to be Chevy Chase's wife in a movie would be like buying a nice chocolate cake and just leaving it on your kitchen table yeah. and not being able to eat that thing. Man, well, all you want to do is dive face first into it and eat it like a kid on their first birthday. First birthday, no teeth yet. No teeth. Just straight gum Gumming and cake. Gum and cake. Gumming it. Gum the cake. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Gum and cake. Dang. New slang for Thrice Hog. You got anybody else, Kev? <laughs> yep. Got a lot more. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one up is Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. Okay. So, Randy mm. Quaid. Following this thread. Randy Quaid. It's an interesting case. Uh, you see... Randy Quaid is a human, but he has a like venom-like symbiote living inside him, controlling his every move. Hmm. Can I toss one in on the side here? Sure. Because this is who I thought when you said Randy Quaid. Randy Newman. Oh, Randy Newman, uh, right. not an alien. It's actually the next person on the list. That was not an alien. Person. Not no. an alien. No, no, no. Randy Newman uh, is homegrown, baby. Well, he's got a friend in me. Are any, wow, that makes sense. Are any other Quaids uh, afflicted with this? Symbiote. Dennis, Quaid, uh, Dennis Quaid. Quaid. Dennis Quaid is afflicted by a carnage symbiote. 
Are they parasites or symbiotes? They're are symbiotes. they both? They're both benefiting from it. Yeah, they are both benefiting. Mm-hmm. Randy Thank Quaid you. gets to keep on living. I mean, if that <laughs> the day the day that the symbiote finds a new host, Randy Quaid drops dead on the street. Sounds like a parasite. Wow. So who do we love, the parasite or the man? I think <laughs> we love. The- we love the. We love the. They are greater than the sum of their parts. Wow, we love them both. That's tough. Oh. <laughs> Kevin, give me another name. Oh yeah, uh, I have a big list. Uh, next one up is Randy Couture. A lot of Randy. Randy Couture. Now, who is that? UFC fighter. Can we just do a Randy blanket? Couture. Anyone named Randy? Is there just a guarantee that there's <laughs> some affliction? Chances. I'm not going to say everyone, but 99.9 percent of Randys have some kind of alien host. Randy Couture uh, falls into that category. Using the Expendables. Nice. That's the first name I recognize. Randy Savage. Randy Savage. Macho Man. Yeah, macho man. I am the cream. Remember when he said that? Yep. I'm living in a nightmare, and I am the cream. Do a great impression. (laughs) Thank you. The cream? Yeah, he says, the cream rises to the top, and he holds up a little thing of coffee creamer. (laughs) I swear to God. I swear to God, this is real. (laughs) So famously Uh, played Bonesaw in (laughs) Spider-Man? Yes, Bonesaw from Spider-Man. He is an alien. Uh, uh, He is my neighbor in Tribeca. Now, are there other talking animals around who are aliens? Yes. Okay, Pumbaa. Pumbaa. (laughs) I think the new Lion King was shot entirely with aliens, right? Oh, God. Yeah, it was. They're just saying it's CGI? I don't know how they they got him to talk. Like, if it's not... Like, the animals. Because, like, I don't know how you would make... Like, an animal talk. If. Well, Kevin, you don't. You have an alien in the body of that animal. That's how you do it. So, babe, babe, pig in the city, and babe on the farm. Mm. Mm. Aliens. But what about aliens. like parrots? Parrots? Oh, yeah. like Zazu? No, that was a toucan. No. no Who is like a, a parrot who talks? Like all real parrots like in all, real all world. Parrots. No, but they like, just like mimic what parrots. they hear. The one in Aladdin. Okay, okay, okay. What? The one in Aladdin. That's Iago. Yes. Iago. Iago. The villain from Othello. What about like pure? Evil. What about like Milo and Otis? Milo you guys remember Otis. Milo and Otis? I think mm-hmm. that was just humans torturing animals. <laughs> Pretty sure they were just throwing. I think they went through like ten dogs for that. What about right. pet dog? Animals did <laughs> die on that movie. Yeah, that Milo and Otis is a gruesome bloodbath if you've ever seen it as an adult. Remember being in some bar where they were playing dog. it, and it's just traumatic. I think in their show, they they say they're aliens. It is. Oh. You can see the fear in these animals' eyes. So here it, it is. isn't genuine fear. You know, who, cat dog, not an alien. Who is an alien? Winslow! Winslow, that little blue mouse they live with. What a grouch! What a grouch that guy. You guys guy. remember that one episode of Cat Dog where there was like there was like an action figure that uh, I think Dog really liked. It was some kind of like um, like buff like mouse man like action figure, and there were like all different kinds. Like there was like a surf mouse man or whatever it was, and then there was a part in the episode where uh, they went into like a like a storage closet and there were just like hundreds of these things like so many of them and uh, I don't remember what I don't remember what the point of the episode was but <laughs> Do I? Okay. there were so many <laughs> I don't remember that I think you made that up <laughs> oh boy yeah, I remember. I think I did too. <laughs> Any other names hey, on your list? One. Yeah, okay. I have a name. Um, okay, hold on. Oh yeah, Kevin Bauer. <laughs> Kevin. No, I'm not an alien, but I do alienate myself. Oh. Um, oh no. From friends and in social settings. God, what a boring problem. You know what brings people together? <laughs> Cooking. Oh, I was yeah, actually really just about to ask about that, Tim. Whoa. Um, so this next question is for Tim. Um, so I currently have a pot on the boil mm-hmm. on the stove, and there's like, I think I probably got about like 18 cups going, boiling. Um, I'm about to make some orzo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was wondering how much, if you put olive oil in. Sorry, he's, he's got disconnected. <laughs> What? Come on! Oh, no! That was gonna be a great. 
pray. He's got 18 cups of water I'll ready pray. for Orzo. God. This man's got an Orzo emergency, and you hung up on him. Frank, that is it. That is the last straw. I'm done with this. I'm done with you. I'm done done kissing your dog ass. Fuck you, Frank. You no, not my dog ass. You kiss his dog ass? Wait, do you kiss his dog ass? He he tricked me once. He said, I can't reach it. Someone's got to clean Wait, it. Wait, was that literal or figurative? It was literal. I said someone's got to clean it, and it only oh, responds no. to a tongue. Oh, no. Oh, no. See, I don't think that's this true, sucks. Tim. You suck. That doesn't sound like You're a trash, good friendship. Frank. God damn it. I hate you, you so much, go Frank. go to the doctor, Tim. Well, good luck getting your Give cooking show. Give me this show. show. I good deserve luck. it. Good luck getting I your cooking show on the air. Good Fuck luck, you, Frank. Good luck. Like you oh, yeah. Without the pole Kevin I've got around here. One of these days, Mad Frank. One of these days, I'll be waiting for you outside this place. I'm going to tie you up. I'm going to make you sit here okay. and fucking watch me do the show. Oh, then I'll get I'm going to do it in your spot. I'll get to bite that dick right off the day you do that. All you got to do is push me. You push me one time, I've got legal resource to bite off your fucking dick. Good luck biting through this dick. This dick's chopping right off. Chopping right off. God damn it. Those balls up in a did a cocktail. Really it would take three There's of you to get through this. Extended hours of monster or, mini golf. What? Just got an email. Did you say mini golf? Extended hours at monster mini oh golf boy. for the summer. Oh boy, that's cool. Tim, I really think you should go to the doctor though. Make sure you're okay. Me? Just from like if you licked his ass, if you licked no. his anus, it's not safe. Uh, any any bacteria. <laughs> You know, in my system. Do you guys want career advice? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I got a lot from TV. Uh, giving people a shot? What's up? Does it involve giving people a shot, you son of a bitch? I'm going to tell them what to do. Yeah. What do you, what do you want? What? What are, you, what are you looking to do next? Uh, I'd like to become an organic gardener. Oh, yeah? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you should do that. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. You should. Uh, here's what you do. Okay. There is a great, you live in Bushwick, yes? Uh, yes. There is a terrific uh, Southern States store. I don't know. That's on Flushing and Morgan Avenue. Okay. You go there, you start small. You start small. You get some gardenias. Ooh. Ooh, I like gardenias. See if they grow in your soil. I call them gardenias. You don't have to. They're already in a garden. Other things will grow as well. Wow, if you grow gardenias, other things will grow as well. It is the true test. Of a soil's health. Oh. If gardenias grow, other things may grow one day. It's beautiful. Thank like, you. Like it's, friendship? Yes. I'll do that today. Good. Marika, <laughs> advice for you? Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm at a little bit of an impasse. I mean, I'm not Korea quite sure. Wise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe like if you could give me some sort of aptitude test. Tell uh, me what I'm best suited for. Uh. Okay, what would that look like? Me asking you multiple choice questions? Yeah, like okay. I have to look at some pictures and figure out what they mean and like I have to arrange color cubes. And then I have Let's to kind of one. like figure out little okay. quizzes. Pull up a Rorschach. There's a whole I'm bunch of right actors involved. They all involved. look like bats to me. <clears throat> it can take a whole day, so I don't know if like you want to call the next show day. and tell them we're occupied. Okay, we'll just, do one, we'll just do one real quick. Okay. What do you see? I see the Watchmen. Who's with me? What do you see? Oh, you're going to be a watchman. You need to... Oh, shit. Uh, oh, I can't spin this around, really. Mm, describe it. <laughs> describe the Rorschach test, and then we'll tell you what okay, we see. Okay, so there's a black background. That's a bat for sure. I've seen a bat already. Nighttime. This, this one, to me, kind of looks like... Do uh, uh, you know Mr. Game and Watch? Yeah. From oh my Super God, Smash yes. Brothers? No. It kind of looks like two of him. His name is Mr. Game and Watch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You spell that. Mr. M I S T. Is that an and sign? G A M E A N W. Okay. A N W. Root beer. 100. What did you think it was? Mr. Gay Man Watch. That seems like a step too far. This is the kind of thing Frank would be. I love it. Well, it is Mr. Game and Watch. We got to start wrapping up the show. Make any sense to me? We got to start wrapping up the show. Maybe my career should be policing. uh, What is that from? Mario Kart. Uh, Super Smash Brothers. Okay, just the entire universe. I'll probably regulate that. Regulate the Smash Brothers universe. It needs it. Hey, can I? There's a lot of fights. 
Let me give one last piece of advice because I saw this on Instagram this week. Someone referred to their anniversary with their boyfriend as their four-year smash anniversary. Ew. Which is the grossest thing I've ever heard. Is that sexual or because My, well, it's I no, it's, it's it's sexual. Did they get a smash cake uh, like a one-year-old? They the um, no. <laughs> they do. Every parents, one-year-old parents buy... because of their early raging hormones, they get a cake <laughs> that's specially made for their small genitalia too. Uh, have sexualized manners with called a smash cake. Manners. They call it a smash cake and not a sexualized cake because it's easier for marketing. Uh. Anyway, yeah, parents buy as much <laughs> for their kids to smash at their birthday. We had a reference to it earlier. Yeah, I didn't know it was called a smash cake. Oh yeah, I like the idea Sometimes of it a being like <laughs> smash and bang, smang. a smang anniversary. Yeah, it's like there's the, there's the day we first met and then there's the day that we smanked. Yeah, and that's our yeah, real which anniversary. Maybe yeah. were that was, oh, that's true. Were that were that this anniversary? Yeah, who was <laughs> Is it? Is that what they were celebrating? <laughs> who was it? Name names. Show us later. Show us now. Wait, but what's the advice we're getting from this? <laughs> well, my, my it's not advice for you. It's advice to the audience who is listening for advice. Okay, which is right. do not do that. Is right. my advice. It is disgusting. It is not charming. It is gross. I don't like it, and no, neither does anyone else. Mm. <laughs> I agree. I think so. I'm going to say to each his own. I bet you truly like it. Mm. Yeah. No. <laughs> the inside joke with them, you know, that they're opening up to share with all of us. Uh, you know, honestly, as long as they're happy, they're not hurting anybody. Maybe they got paid by Smash Brothers to write that. Maybe it was a paid, a paid vert. Did they Promo do hashtag post. ad? Boosted post. No, they did do ad. They do ad ad. They did do hashtag ad. Ad paid, paid advertisement. Mm hmm. Well, you know, usually I like to end this on a laugh, but clearly today we are taking a different tact. That's Tim's fault, right? What do you mean that's my fault? Fuck you, Trevor. Come on, right? How dare you? How dare you? Right? I'm not taking trash from anyone anymore. All right, a new Tim from here on out. Okay. How will this show go on without the Frank zone so Oh, you're trash, Frank. Oh, please, I take it back. You're a little trash alien body. Why did you choose Pug? Oh, what? Man. They're the cutest dog. I'm gonna put. What are you nuts? You would you choose a pug. You would choose a pug if you could. I think I'd choose a rock. You choose a rock. How would you get around? Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> they found a worm that eats rocks and poops it out as sand. I would keep really? getting eaten by the worm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. We're Folks, gonna make so many beaches. Stick around. More worms. Because point of order. No. That's, oh my god. No, it's not. Frank, no. <laughs> Point of order not coming up next. Two thumbs undecided. Uh, wow, that's uh, a real letdown. Download the Radio Free Brooklyn app. It's uh, it's the best app that you could ask for. Can you imagine being excited There's for Point of Order? There's the Harry Potter app, too, though. That's another app. Wizards Unite. <sighs> Man, I got so excited for Point of Order. Now we have to listen to it. Two thumbs undecided. And then at noon, the Brooklyn Conversation with Rosie and 1 p.m. Objection to the rule. Radio Free Brooklyn's answer to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. Keep that dial to Radio Free Brooklyn. I've been Frank. These are my friends. I will see you guys next time. And now we go to the music. Goodbye. But then I spent so many nights thinking how you did me wrong, and I grew strong, and I learned.